Let's go to work. As barbers, we cut hair and fade all day. This podcast goes beyond the barber's chair and is about the rest of our story. Positioning ourselves for success, avoiding costly mistakes, and continuing to grow and thrive as barbers for years to come. Join us as we look at the whole world of barbering and go beyond the barber's chair. People who know me know that I place a very high value on massage therapy. And uh, you know, recently when I started cutting in the Brookhaven area as opposed to the Candler Park area, I'm uh, trying to find a you know, trying to find another massage therapist to go to who I can actually go to and actually get the kind of work done on my body that I need to get done. But uh, trying to find a massage therapist can be pretty tricky. I mean, let's face it, we Google massage therapist and all sorts of things come up and we really, we don't really know which ones to really go to that are looking, that we don't really know which ones to go to who actually do what it is we want to get done. And quite honestly, there's a lot of folks out there who do things which we don't want to get done. When I spoke with Ian Williams with Full Compass Massage, we had a chance to talk about that. What does someone expect getting into massage therapy? What we can expect? You try a try to find the right massage therapist. And by the way, spoiler alert: it takes some shopping around sometimes. Uh, you gotta talk to a few folks before you find the right person sometimes. And uh, the other part is what to expect when you're getting started. Uh, if we're looking for just a trip to La La Land and, uh, and that's all we're looking for, just to relax. That's not necessarily doing us very much on the therapeutic side and helping us to stay in the barbering profession for a long time. Not saying that's, I'm not saying that's not something you should be looking for. I mean, if you're, if you want to be able to relax like a day spa type situation, then yeah, by all means go for it. But if you're going for therapeutic, you want to make sure that's what you're finding as well. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to go straight to the interview. Back when I was in Washington, my best friend, he was a martial artist. He and I had started taking classes together, and he kept, he stuck through it. I mean, he, he's got like a like a million black belts or whatever, you know. He's, it's just amazing the kind of stuff he knows how to do. Yeah. But uh, he was talking. We were visiting a friend of his in McMinnville, Oregon, and we were talking about selecting the next dojo, you know, a place where you go to study. And the guy says, you know, there's a lot of good teachers out there, but what you got to look for is their philosophy, how they act and the things they do. When they talk, if they sound like a fortune cookie, don't study with them. You go find another school. They're all into the, the fluff and the, the smoke as opposed to the actual substance. Right. So I don't know what the massage equivalent would be. Like if you, if you hear someone who sounds like they belong on the spa channel, I, I don't know. I mean, you're not far off. Yeah. Yeah, you want to be credible. I mean, we're, we're talking about therapeutic. We're not talking about, you know, Dr. Feelgood. We're talking about therapeutic. We're going to go and fix things and work on stuff. Yes. Which is the massage therapist you're looking for for that? Well, in that regard, I would say someone that's willing to have a conversation with you as opposed to just trying to make you feel comfortable and safe in like, like too safe, where the, everything is, um, like you were saying before, fluffy and colorful and it's like you know you want to have you want to be able to talk to someone who is going to be very honest and very straightforward but also respectful of the things that you are bringing to the conversation 
Uh, if you come in and you talk about, I just want neck work and because I'm having headaches and stuff like that, like, cool. Why do you want to only focus on your neck? What about the rest of your body? Let's, let's, let's make it a full conversation about what's going on with your body, not just the problem that you're feeling. And that's a that's a very important thing to ask when you're looking for any practitioner, because um, even with doctors, I've met plenty of people who talk to doctors and they're like, yeah, he he wasn't really listening to what I'm saying. And I went to several doctors and they told me the same exact thing. And I took the same exact test to get the same exact results. And I was like, well, what's the problem? Well, I'm still having the same issues come up. It's like, well, someone's not listening. So. Definitely want to have a conversation with your practitioner. Now, when you're first looking, is there certain things they should be searching for online? Well, if you're looking for, it really comes down to a conversation of short-term, long-term goals. That's the first place to look. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for something really easy just to get like instant relief, you're not really looking for one specific therapist. You're just looking for whoever you can find. If you're looking for something like, hey, I, I do have this tension or I do have questions about what, you know, what I could do for myself and in my profession, um, what are things I can do long term so the, for the longevity of it so I can have a full career? And it's like, awesome. Let's talk about that. Because then when you're looking for that type of therapist, they're going to show up and they're going to make sure that they're giving you tools that are going to help you do the thing that you want to do longevity. So one of the big things with us, we look for client comprehension, not client compliance. So we want you to understand what we're offering, the education we're providing. We don't want you to just do it and then feel guilty because you didn't, because <laughs> that's not how we right. work. It's about you and it's for you. Well, say someone in, in North Carolina, you know, they're, 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 they're not going to come and see you. Uh, they're, they're in North Carolina. They're looking for someone... Uh, what should they be looking for? What what should they be, I guess, typing into Google so they find the right kind of therapist? Because if you if you go on Google, you type in looking for massage, you'll get a million freaking results. Yeah. What can they what can they be looking for specifically if they're looking for a therapeutic type massage other than just typing therapeutic? Uh, you Well, therapeutic is one place to start. You want to also look at the different types of modalities that they do. Um, if they're if you only see Swedish or deep, or if you just see like literally just one or two different types, you're not going to see a whole lot of result there. Number one, well, number, that's number one is to look at the modalities, look how many they know, um, see what type caters to the issues that you're coming in for. And if there's something there you've never seen before, then open, it's a conversation opener. You know, like you could reach out to them. I don't know what PNF is. Like, can you give me more definition on what that looks like from your perception and et cetera, et cetera. Another thing is look at reviews. If you see a therapist on there and they have a decent amount of views and um, and people have been going to them for quite a while, then you can get an idea of what they're providing from their perspective 100% because it's usually completely um, unfiltered. And, you know, if it's Yelp, it's completely unfiltered. And um, then you can really understand what you're looking for. So now if a barber has decided they want to they want to go ahead and start taking advantage of this. You know, maybe they're noticing some pain, maybe they're maybe they're noticing a lot of it or maybe they're not noticing very much at all but they they're thinking ahead say hey I need to make sure I'm taking care of my body just like I take care of my finances like all my tools or anything else. Uh what recommendations would you have for someone who's just starting out with massage therapy? I say treat it in the sense of a car. 
you hit a certain mileage, you got to take care of certain parts of the car, and then you rinse and repeat, so on and so forth. So when you are hitting that threshold of saying, when should I go see a massage therapist? Well, if you're asking that question in your head, that's usually the time to go see them. Because if you're already asking questions in your head, like when when's a good time? I have questions, I'm not sure. And my body doesn't hurt, but I feel like I should take care of it now. Then go see them, go find you a therapist. And, and it's also a great time to, to give yourself the chance to sort of shop around you know, find a therapist that works well with your schedule and your vibe, because not all therapists are created equal. And with that, when you when you see that person, it'll be a lot easier. It'll be a lot nicer. What would they expect, like, over the first few visits? I mean, granted, they're going to go in for a session and they're going to be told to drink some, some water. But beyond that, right. what would they be expecting over the next, like, is there like a recovery time that they, they need to know about? Anything like that? And I'll, I'll give you an example. So, um, I think I told you about the uh, the guy where I had gone and done the deep tissue massage. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever he did unlocked whatever in my body to where I was, I guess, detoxing or nauseous, what, whatever it was, where the next day I was actually incapacitated. You know, I couldn't go into work. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure this doesn't happen with everybody. But I mean, what, what should people usually expect? For like the day after, a couple of days after massage, like good deep or good uh, massage therapy. So, one of my weird pet peeves is uh, is just that which you explained. Um, a lot of times, therapists won't give people the full details of what to do before and after. Very bare minimum stuff. We always tell everyone to show up at least five to ten minutes early because the assessment can take a little longer. You might have some more questions involved. Always tell everyone to drink water before and after uh, because you're going to get dehydrated regardless, like whatever's happening, you're going to get dehydrated Uh, and expect to feel some soreness afterwards as well. So that includes the water piece. Um, Don't freak out if like you feel like really fatigued the next day or a couple days afterwards because that's very normal. Because a lot of times I get people who work jobs that are really fast. So for them to come in, they have to like have at least 24 hours before they can go back in to do their job or live their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically it. But you just want to give yourself space to really get the full benefit of our sessions. So you never want to rush in there. Don't try to show up at like the, the you know, one o'clock when you could just be there at like 1250. You know, I just want you to, I want you to get the full benefit of everything that we're providing. Kind of ease in, ease out, kind of like what you talked about before with the stretches. Start with, start and just kind of ease into it. That's it for today's episode of Beyond the Barber's Chair. I put links for my guests and for anything we discussed in the description. I hope you got something great and that it helps you as a barber and in life. If you like the podcast, I hope that you will tell a friend about it and subscribe so that you don't miss any upcoming shows. I'll see you next time as we go beyond the barber's chair.